0: I blame Anthony.
1: <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partner, Shane Manila.
0: Hey, how's it going? No Anthony tonight, just me and you. <laughs>
1: Who the hell's Anthony?
0: I don't know. I don't know who that is, but he's definitely not joining
1: us. (laughs) Yeah, there's no Anthony, but there's also no Jeremy. He's on a family vacation, so he's not with us tonight. But it's just you and I, and we have uh, some fun things to talk about, some trades, and also a very interesting tweet you sent out this afternoon that seemed to get a lot of interest on Twitter and in our GroupMe chat, you know?
0: Yeah, and um, I'll just give you, uh, let's have a fun little game. How many times do you think I sent that tweet before I sent it correctly? (laughs)
1: Uh, all right. That's a great way to tell me. I was wondering why it said, let's try this again. Um, I don't know. What'd you do it? Three
0: times? Three times. <laughs> right on the net. Um, first time I did it. Um, well, let's just read. Well, no, no, let, let's get through. The, I'll, I'll explain why I took three times. So the first time I used IE, um, IE, and I meant to use that as, you know, for example, uh-huh. except that IE uh, does not mean for example. <laughs> Ie is uh, that is so it's specific basically if you say three players I meant to say it in like you know for example <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Justin Jefferson and Cam Akers and apparently Twitter is super literal and intelligent because then they all started answering specific to those players when oh, that wasn't no. really the purpose of the tweet <laughs> um which was fine so then I had to delete the tweet I said let's try this again um, I took out the word IE or the abbreviation IE and I put, for example, in in caps and they sent the tweet and I go, I forgot to add the poll. <laughs> so then I had to send it the third time, uh, got it right with the poll and uh, yeah, it's getting some traction. So anyway. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Well, before we get to that tweet and before we let everybody know exactly what you're talking about, why don't we do the news and the news is brought to you today by our awesome new sponsor, do we keep saying new? Like, how many weeks do you say new with a sponsor?
0: Um, until someone replaces them, and then you call them new. <laughs>
1: All right, then our. Awesome. Or you get a
0: second one, or you get a third one, or you know what I mean? Like, just whoever the newest is. There are newest now. I'm working on another sponsorship.
1: Uh, oh, okay.
0: That'll be. I'll talk to you about a little bit later. I forgot to mention it before the show, but no, they're still new. They're still new.
1: Okay, then our new sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. So tell everybody about Underdog Fantasy. <laughs>
0: Underdog fantasy is uh, fun, awesome. Um, they have a awesome sign up right now. Um, sign up using promo code Trades HQ. Um, they're giving you a free twenty five dollars um, for signing up. Um, if you live in Pennsylvania, good news, and you can't do some other sites. There's great news. They are available in Pennsylvania. How do I know that? Because I signed up myself. I used our own promo code Trades HQ. Um, best ball drafts prop drafts um prop plays i should say uh nba they have uh, nba drafts but you know we stick to football so actually did a best ball draft this weekend or this week actually with our patrons oh yeah um, some of our patrons yeah set up a 12 team league um i think it was five dollars uh winner gets 45 i think something like that i forget but uh i thought it'd be fun just to you know, I didn't want to join another startup, um, but I did. So I said, you know what? Why don't I just go draft the best ball team? I'll get this out of my system. Um, their app is awesome. Uh underdog's really easy to use. Um, so sign up using promo code TRADESHQ. And like I said, you get a free 25 bucks, um, which you can go join some best ball leagues in.
1: That's cool. So the, the one that you did this week that you said you did with our patrons. So is it the kind of thing where they draft the team right now and then it's that's it? It's done till the end of football season and then you find out or is there is there moves you do and stuff like
0: that during the season no, or that's it? No, It's straight best ball. No, no additions to the waiver, you know, no waiver trades, no setting lineups. They're just taking whatever the best score is, um, you know, and then at the end of the season. See who wins. And it's going to be me. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I I drafted a monster team in this league, and I I appreciate it because I think the patrons let me. Um, (laughs) Why would they let you? (laughs) Draft a good team. (laughs) They they like building my confidence, I think. I mean, I got Kyler Murray um, and Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase, Jarvis Landry is my wide receiver three, Kyle Pitts and Zach Ertz. I mean, I I want to... I want to thank everyone. They really thank you. Shout out to the crew um, that drafted with me. Thank you for letting me, you know, build my confidence by uh, uh, destroying you in that best ball draft.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I was, I was uh, literally, it felt like I was on another planet this weekend because I was in Venice Beach uh, in California with my brother, which is. It was a lot of fun, but it was a, very weird there. But I did see all the, the chat in the chat room talking about it. But the funny thing I think that you just said when you said how many you could do, I can imagine by the end of the offseason when week one starts in the NFL that you're going to have at least a dozen of these drafts, but if not more, already done.
0: <laughs> so as soon as I was finished the one, I go, uh... <laughs> kind of want to do another one, but um, so here's the good thing. When I signed up using my trades HQ promo code uh-huh. and I got the free $25 um, that you know, there's like $3 leagues, $5 leagues. If you want to get crazy with it, there's bigger leagues. But, you know, I can use that $25 um, credit and just use that towards some drafts. So awesome. Sign up today Yay. using Trades HQ.
1: Yay. And during the season, we said we're going to do some stuff individually where play against me, play against you, play against Aunt, or Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, not Anthony. <laughs> not Anthony. Uh, but all right, so the biggest news story, obviously, people have heard it plenty of times now. I w- like I said, I was in L.A., and I I can't even tell you how many DMs and tweets I got about Julio Jones going to Tennessee.
0: He did. It's been like a week now, right? Like he was traded on well, Monday?
1: Uh, yeah, I was in L.A., so, well, today's Friday, so if it was Monday, it's been, yeah, a
0: I work mean, week. So I guess the only thing that matters really is AJ Brown still the wide receiver one in dynasty after this trade for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too.
1: No, <laughs> oh wait, I didn't know back. you were asking me the question. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's yeah. The yeah. 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 No. 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 Sure. Uh, so, but what is Julio Jones uh, to
0: you now? Look, he's still – I am I was buying him anyway. Um, you know, I was getting him late in startup drafts around nine, and I get it, he's 32. He has a history of injuries, even though he's played through um, a lot of them. Um, but as my friend reminded me today last week when we're, I was at a barbecue, that, you know, there's a whole – there's at least one or two Julio Jones games a year where he's just a decoy, where yeah. they're like, no, 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 he's going to play. And then they don't throw him the ball once because he's just out there for funsies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still buying. I mean, the problem is, is everyone will want to buy now, right?
1: Well, sure. And people were doing a bunch of moves. If you said it happened on Monday, well, wait, let's take a look. You have your trusty trade calculator tracker thing you have. With trade DL- finder? Yeah, the trade finder with DLF. Uh, I'm sure that after Monday, it's one of those kind of things where – maybe a month or so ago, people were like, oh, well, he might do this. He might do that. Everybody's just holding. And then the moment something happens, then all of a sudden the trades explode. So you can look at your trade tracker and see, did did trades explode on Monday and Tuesday?
0: Which, in, you know, just as in, we've talked about this before, it's not great to be reactive to things. Uh,
1: well, sure. But everybody's going to do it anyways, yeah. whether you think it it's should, right or
0: not. It should be proactive. If you, you know, you knew the writing was on the wall as Julio was leaving. And actually, I don't, you know, it's hard to say how this increases his value um, because he's going from an offense that's much more heavy pass volume to a lower pass volume offense. Anyways, any who's um, <laughs> today's the 11th. Yeah. Yeah. Going on the DLF trade finder. Eh, there's a few trades, not a lot. I, I've seen it looks like Julio for Marquise Brown, Jared Everett. 2022 20, second and a 2022 20, third, I, I'd slam except on the Julio Jones side that way. Sure. Um, and I, you know, I like Marquise Brown, but that's a good consolidation of your mediocre assets to get one monster stud. Uh, oh, this guy did great. 16 team <laughs> league. Proud of him. Proud of you, guy. Um, This guy gave up two 2022 20, seconds for Julio Jones
1: in the 16. Wow. Yeah.
0: So that is good for you, bud. Good for you. Um, This trade, I'm a little less enamored with. It looks like it is not a QB or a tight end premium, but they gave up Noah Fant and got Julio Jones. I can understand Mm. it. I don't like it um, particularly, but I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting then. So
1: when you say that whole thing about reacting instead of – be proactive instead of reactive, did you do anything? Like do you have Julio on any of your teams or did you do anything prior to the trade?
0: I have Julio on four Dynasty teams um, and none of that occurred after uh, the trade because (laughs) – that would be silly. Um, what you should be doing, in my opinion, is trying to sell Calvin Ridley high. Um, and again, obviously, if anyone is giving you any type of discount, not not that he's a buy low because that's ridiculous, but if anyone's giving you any kind of discount on A.J. Brown, go do that.
1: That would be pretty amazing. Um, we do have a topic that we're going to talk about in a little bit that can go with this story. But before we do that, let's finish up here. With with Julio going over to Tennessee, then, how does that affect the wide receiver core over in Atlanta? Uh,
0: Ridley's still going to get a bunch of targets. Kyle Pitts is still going to get a bunch of targets like we thought he was. Um, Russell Gage is going to be a wide receiver three. And I know people don't find wide receivers three valuable. And they're, you know, honestly, they're not really that valuable, but... Um, I've actually traded for him in a couple leagues because I've given up like a third rounder and I had him in a throw in in another trade. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where the, where Michael Thomas was the headliner in the one trade, um, and he was just a throw in.
1: That's cool. What do you think, you know, where it's starting to fade, you know, the, the whole rookie fever and everything is starting to go away, but do you have any hope for Frank Darby, (laughs) the rookie in Atlanta? Who, who's that? <laughs> he's a wide receiver rookie that was drafted in the sixth round. The only reason I ask you is because I saw somebody say something about him on Twitter. And in one of my leagues, I only have one league that has open waivers right now. Uh, and I found him on the waivers and I picked him up. And uh, he, he's just he was a wide receiver that they drafted a rookie guy that, you know, hey, maybe he might get a chance now.
0: No, no, I could, I couldn't care less about <laughs> Frank Darby. I didn't even know he was a human being until right now. He's a sixth-round wide receiver, twenty-three years old, no yeah. breakout age, and he's an old college player. So no, so Frank Darby, I could not care less about you. Um, okay, I'm sure you're a nice enough fella. <laughs> Or not. I mean, I, again, I don't know shit about you. Um, you are a four-year college player. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I will pass on Frank Darby. Career high, 616 yards in uh, 2019. Uh-huh. No, no. Um, it's that, 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 that those targets are going to be pretty much – it's going to be Calvin Wrigley. Kyle Pitts, Russell Gage, and then Hayden Hurst uh, lives to fight another day to be a low-end tight end one. Right. Because they're going to split Pitts out wide um, even more than we thought they would.
1: All right. Well, if you're going to talk about tight ends, what about your Eagles signing Richard Rogers? Wow.
0: Huge. <laughs> huge. Eagles re-signed Richard Rodgers. Um, wow.
1: What the hell is going on with your tight ends over there? Cause we can call uh, him yours again because you've yeah. openly said on other shows that you are an Eagles fan again.
0: So. Yeah. Zach Ertz doesn't want to be there. Um, no one wants to trade them anything of value for him. So the Eagles haven't traded him yet. Um, what's fun about Richard Rogers is he had three weeks last year where he scored at least 12.8 fantasy points, 12.8, 14.3 and 14.5. Um, He's actually really good last year. Um, okay. Really good. is a strong word. He was good. <laughs> He was good. If well, you
1: want to talk about just those three weeks, maybe yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, he he um he's okay. He's okay. I, look, I, I'll buy him and start two tight end leagues. Right? Yeah. There, well, shit,
1: and two start, yeah. t- you he, have he to won't start take t- anyone. Yeah. yeah.
0: I I think I still have Jacob Hollister and start tw- two tight end leagues.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but now he's a he's a good dude to hold on to because mm. you know seemingly Zach Ertz is gone at some point and then he's just behind Goddard. Um, so there's a chance that he could be a starter.
1: Well, when you say seemingly he's gone, granted, he said he doesn't want to be there, but they're not getting any people, you know, any teams that are willing to give what they want for him. Will that mean that by the time the season starts, if they don't get what they want for him, they're going to force him to play. (laughs) Like, screw you. You have to play for us. You have a contract.
0: I, I don't think they would because it's bad form. Um, Personally, if it was my team, I'd be like, you have a contract. No one wanted you, so you're staying. Well, so
1: there's the answer. That's what I just said. (laughs) So will they do that? Uh,
0: I don't know. They're they're mercurial. Mercurial? Is that a word?
1: (laughs) It might be. I have no idea. I I just always think this whole bullshit where they say, I don't want to play. Shut up and play, you know? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's the way I always think about it. Um, The last thing we have on here is... I like the title. It doesn't have any information, all it says is, Gus Bus Rides On.
0: So, yeah, Gus got a an extension. He is signed through 2023 now. They gave him a two-year extension on top of his $3.25 million he was getting in 2021.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying that this person is so good that we don't have to say his full name? Like, everybody knows just because we say Gus? <laughs> it's
0: Gus Edwards. Everyone knows it's Gus Edwards. Well, everyone knows because he's he's single-handedly – um, stopping J.K. Dobbins from becoming a true running back. One,
1: I think everybody knows because he's the only Gus in the NFL. Um, but uh, wasn't there talk today about uh, uh, Gurley with the with the Ravens? I
0: yeah no I, no <laughs> one should be worried about Gurley. I don't even know. I don't understand the NFL sometimes. Why you bring Why are you bringing in a guy that at best is a third string running back that can't even play special teams and can barely walk? But <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think he'll end up there and even if he does it does not matter
1: all right but so, yeah
0: so any anyone that like me had hopes that jk dobbins might you know pick up like 70 80 of that rushing share work uh it's not looking great when they signed his backup or his co-starter uh <laughs> to a two-year extension worth 10 million dollars that's pretty that's a lot of penny for a uh running back
1: so fantasy wise do you keep him do you trade for him do you pick him Got up off of waivers <laughs>
0: Gus Bus, I was by. He's a guy that in the Dynasty League Football Dynasty Draft Guide, um, I actually touted as a sleeper. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Before free agency, when I thought he might go somewhere, but even now, it's fine. He, he's going to have some flex value on weeks. Sure. And you know, you know, the leagues we play in, where you're starting thirteen players or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, start started. So I've got him in actually four leagues. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I have him in a couple places too, but uh, I, I do think, what happens if J.K. Dobbins does go down?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Gus Boss is going to put up mad numbers, mad numbers. He's not going to catch passes because um, that's not what he does. And, you know, so far, Lamar Jackson hasn't shown any proclivities uh, to throwing to his running backs. So I wouldn't expect that, but he's, a, he's really efficient. Um, high yards per carry, good juke rate um, for all you juke rate fans. Um, so I, yeah, I like Gus. I like Gus a lot. You know, he's he's a guy that's probably a throw-in in most trades. Cool. And I will take him. If I see him on any roster that I'm making a trade with, um, I'll just try to see if I can get him as a fun little extra piece.
1: Yeah, like to get the deal done, throw in Gus. Yeah. So um, you talked about Underdog Fantasy doing the best ball things, and we – between me, you, and Jeremy, or you, Jeremy, and I, whatever, we cut back on out of a lot of our leagues. Um, for me, I only have like 10 now, whatever. But one of the big ones we have is Scott Fishbowl, and that one is kind of a, you know, it's a redraft every year that we add to our our list of leagues. But we were able to give away a spot in the Scott Fishbowl eleven, and we did that. And we're about to announce the winner, right? Except you're mute. muted. You're muted. Yeah, mute.
0: So, yeah, yeah, we're announcing the Scott Fishbowl winner, uh, Scott Fishbowl 11. Um, first off, uh, really stoked that, you know, everyone that DM'd me and uh, tweeted at me and uh, uh, sent me screenshots of the charity and the money that they gave to the charity. Um, you're all awesome people. Um, if I could, I'd give absolutely every one of you a, a Scott Fishbowl invite. I'd give you mine if I was allowed, but uh, I'm not, um, so I can't. But we had to pick one guy. We did a little randomizer thingy. Yeah. Um, and the winner is at at ka underscore boom eleven. Uh, Frank. Frank, who I forget his last name. Um, <laughs> There's that so, applause thing again. <laughs> yeah. So Frank, uh, congratulations. Uh, if you're listening to this, get in DM me and I'll get your information over to Scott. I guess I'll need your email uh, and I already have your Twitter handle. So I guess that's all I'll need. I don't know. Um, so yeah, DM me, give me your uh, email and I'm i uh, I'll send that over to Mr. Fish and uh, big thank you to Scott for giving us a giveaway to giveaway, And even like I said, big shout out to everyone that gave to charity. Um, you're awesome people. And sometimes, you know, doing good, uh, you get rewarded for it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome.
1: It is really cool. And and it's great how the community gets together and, and, and does so much stuff for the Scott Fishbowl. So yeah, we want to thank Scott. And also congratulations, Frank. You know, uh, <laughs> I love how Shane says, I forgot your last name. But even if he remembered your last name, we probably wouldn't have put it out over the air. But uh, Kaboom11 is good enough to say. So are you ready to talk about this topic that you... <laughs> ended up tweeting out three times. Uh, yes. All right. So, why don't we do this? Why don't you tell everybody what the tweet was, your final one, the third one, so we don't have to hear the mistakes, even though we went over it at the beginning.
0: So, this is the final version of the tweet. Given the choice of one or the other, what do you do with <laughs> player? Well, let's read this in <laughs> English again. Given the choice of one or the other, what do you do with players coming off smash seasons who are likely at peak value? For example, for example, John Taylor, who is the running back two, Justin Jefferson, who is the wide receiver two, and Cam Akers, who is the uh, RB seven, and that's in DLF eighty pay choices. I gave were sell high, um, and the other choice was hold and ride the points. And right now. Retweet this. We're up to 117 votes. 63% of the respondents say hold on to these players and ride the points.
1: There's a couple of things I noticed when you wrote this too. I like how you did, for example, in bold letters. I guess because yeah. <laughs> of the mistakes the other time. And yeah. John Taylor. I've never heard anybody call him John Taylor, but you only have 140 characters, so that's why I'm yeah. sure you did that. Um, when you say, uh, when you posted this on the show sheet, it says it had 39 votes and it was 56%. But now you look at the uh, Twitter, it has 117 votes and it's at 63%. So when you posted this, do you, did you vote as well? Or did you just post I always it? vote. Okay. So what did you vote? Because I know what I voted and I know my answer. Um, but should we do you or me first? Which one?
0: I think you. I think I'm still... Old. I could go either way with it. My vote was just my vote.
1: Oh, so. well, then I'll do my vote because yeah. I definitely have an answer.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's go with your your opinion on the matter.
1: My answer is the hold and ride the points. I mean, we have talked about this for, what are we? We're into the four years of doing this show. And one of the things that I always think about is that a lot of people that do these leagues, granted, I understand people like you who have sometimes more leagues than you can count off the top of your head. Um, So you have a bunch of things going on. But for me, especially now that I've lowered it down to 10 leagues, I want to win. I want players that are going to do something. I want players that are going to get me points. And I feel like a lot of times, especially in this community, that the moment somebody starts doing something, everybody's like, Ooh, sell, 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 see what you can get, sell, you know? And for me, I feel like if I made the right decision, if I got the right player, if he's on my team, I don't care whether I paid a first-round pick or a third-round pick or got him off of waivers. If the guy's doing what he should be doing and getting me the points and helping me win, I want to ride that. I want those points. I feel like there's a lot of times that people in this community are always looking ahead, looking ahead, looking ahead without caring about what's happening right now. Um, And... One example that happened to me today, and it's funny with this, with this tweet that you sent. For We've talked about it for a couple of weeks about Jameis Winston. We haven't heard yet one way or the other whether he's going to be the starter, but the, the general consensus is he's going to be the starter there. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I was getting him for free in some trades with people because they were trading him away. And then I got a trade offer today by somebody who sent me a first-round pick next year for Jameis Winston. <laughs> you're muted so people can't see you shaking your head or hearing what you're saying. Yeah, no, saying. take that.
0: Take that immediately.
1: <laughs> okay. But my point about me saying this is in that league, it's a uh, you know it's a super flex, and I only have one other quarterback. So I need a second quarterback. I need him to do something. But my thought, and the reason I brought it up with your question here, is it's one of those kind of things. I essentially got him for free. I get the fact that I could turn around and get a first round pick for him right now, but that first-round pick is not going to do anything for me the rest of this year. I only have one other quarterback, and it's a superflex. So if I trade him away for a first-round pick right now, there's going to be a week where I don't even have a starting quarterback. So <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I, I laugh because you're muted and nobody care. knows what care. you're saying. You know. <laughs> Look, if
0: you're, uh, I gotta, Michael, uh, I love you, my friend. But if Jameis Winston is what's standing between you and a good or bad season, you've already had a bad season. It's time to move on and sell them.
1: Okay, but the rest of my team is pretty good. I have good players on the rest of my team. And and maybe this wasn't the right example to bring up. It just made me think about it when you asked me this question. If you're going to talk about the Justin Jeffersons, the Jonathan Taylors, the Cam Akers, that's a totally different situation because they're rookies that ended up hitting and it's very difficult to get a rookie that hits, okay? With Justin Jefferson, what would be the point of selling him right now, he did amazing as a, as a rookie in his rookie year. If you sold him right now, what would you get for him? And whatever you would get for him, say you get multiple firsts, then you gotta hope that those multiple firsts you hit again with people. So if we go away from the Winston example and we go just to these rookie things, if you sell them high now, you're just trying to get what you already had. So I think you keep them.
0: Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to trade because I'm looking for the trade finder.
1: Stop muting.
0: (laughs) I wanted to trade finder. It's annoying
1: as fuck. Stop it.
0: (laughs) I wanted wanted to see who Justin Jefferson's getting traded for. And and if you are trading Justin Jefferson, I think your process isn't – I mean, maybe your process. I shouldn't say that. Uh, I wouldn't be trading him for rookie picks.
1: Okay. Well, so that – then that was that was, that was the other question. I, I kind of went off on a tangent with the uh, Jameis Winston thing, but when we always talk about these trades, we always talk about rookie picks. What were you talking about then? Well, oh, when, in you general. Say, when you say sell high, then what do you mean by sell high for, the, for a player like him?
0: I mean, just in general, yeah. I mean, some people might think that, okay, selling Justin Jefferson for uh, the 104, 105, and 106 is selling high. Right. Whereas I would go... No, no, I'm good. I'll sell Justin Jefferson if I can get, say, CD Lamb in a third. Okay, because, you know, they're not separated by much. I'll sell Justin Jefferson for, like, DJ Moore in a first. Um, but I, I don't think I would sell Justin Jefferson just for picks because, yeah, he's already hit now. Selling him, I, I understand the concept behind it because you, what you say is, well, his value can never be higher, right? He's the wide receiver, too. In theory, it can move up one spot, but th- your value at one, wide receiver one versus wide receiver two is the same, basically. You're, sure. you're the same person. Um, I get that. I totally get that argument. Um, but what I think it, it presupposes is that you're going to guess right on the next wide receiver to hit. Um, and a lot of times the example that's used as well, if you would have sold Juju Smith Schuster three years ago when he was, you know, wide receiver two, three, or whatever, you'd look like a genius right now. And yeah, th- that's true. Um, but if you would have sold Devonte Adams, you know, after his first wide receiver one season, because you thought he was at peak value, you look like a f- moron because he's gone on to have, you know, four or five more seasons where he's been the wide receiver one. Well, um, <clears throat>
1: There's one thing I will say about what you just said. When you say you look like a moron, you look like a genius, everything like that. I don't think that this community, in any way, shape, or form, has any type of memory or <laughs> any type of <laughs> of of, of uh, accountability for anything that happens in this league in playing dynasty. I don't think anybody would remember that you did one thing or another, or think you're smart or not smart. I think a lot of times when people People tell everybody their smart moves, and they shut up about <laughs> their dumb moves. You know, um, yeah, well,
0: I, I like to think we talk about our dumb moves a lot. <laughs> but, well, yeah, but but I'm just saying. Uh, I, look, I think I think even if you only remember, but don't share, you don't remember. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, if you would, Tyreek Hill is probably a bad example because Ugh. he was the next one I was going to use, but because yeah. you know he, he's there's other issues that might have caused people to sell him. Sure, but you know, like, like me. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, a couple years ago, if you decided, all right, well, two years ago, even, all right, DK Metcalf, that's it. He can't, he can't get any higher, right? There's right. no way to get, well, he's the wide receiver three now and he's but, still 23 and okay. he's still scoring at a, an insane clip.
1: So then, so then that, then that goes back to what I was saying before. It, does it make sense for you to sell him high to get something that is not going to get you the points that, that he's getting you now. You're talking three years later. The problem with the the entire scenario is that it's all speculation and it's also all individual performance. Granted, all three of those guys may be great for years to come or they may all disappear next year and then the question is right or wrong based on your answer. But if you're gonna have somebody great and they're getting you your points, ride the fucking points. That that's That was my point. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. And, so, and then the other side of the argument, again, is, well, you know, picks don't lose value. They never lose value. You but know, they don't score
1: you points either. Right,
0: right. But, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, he lost value. Um, <laughs> you muted yourself in the middle of a sentence. I, m- middle, <laughs> I muted myself in the middle of a sentence. Antonio <laughs> Brown, he lost value. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, Michael Thomas, he lost value. And if you were to traded them, in theory – you're trading them for a player and a pick that never loses value, except that at some point you do have to make that pick. I mean, you don't have to, you could always kick the can down the road. You could continually trade that pick for more picks that are down the road, but then uh, you're playing the game in theory and you're not playing the game. And trust me, I'm not the, you know, me, I'm not the, well, when it all costs this season and there is no next season. Like I'm always, there's always an eye towards next year still. Sure. But I think at some point, you need to go, I want to win this year. So, yeah. And, and, and some of it will depend on roster construction, too. Because if I have a team with C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, D.K. Metcalf, and A.J. Brown, um, but my running backs are pure trash, all right, maybe I go, well, this is as high as they're going to get. Maybe I will flip one of them because I have four of them. So I can afford to, you know, even if I'm wrong on D.K. Metcalf and I sell him now, I won't really kick myself as hard in three years if he's the wide receiver one when I have three other guys that are top 10 wide receivers.
1: Sure. And, and then you circle back to the, my original answer of it is that it feels like to me, there's a lot of people in this community that do that, kick it down the road, that they're always constantly building it up, building it up. Oh, next year. Oh, next year. Oh, next year. Oh man, I have so many picks. I'm going to have the greatest team in 2027, you know? And, um, you make plenty of jokes about me not being around so long, but hey, I'm still here. And I, and then I do win with the players that I get out there and put out on the on the field. And when you say roster construction makes a difference, I agree with that, but there is one thing that I disagree with. I have seen people Granted, there was even answers to your tweets and maybe it was in the group me chats where they say, oh, well, I look at my team and I don't think my team's good enough to win this year, so I'm going to trade them away. But we don't really know whether your team is good enough to win this year or not. We're, we're only in June. You know, you don't necessarily know whether your players are going to really perform. And I get the fact that people will say, well, I don't think it's going to be good enough, so I'm going to do this trade so that I'll be ready for next year. But then that's given up before the season even started. We, we've, we've spent the last, what, three weeks— going over the players that we think are in the top 12 right now and who will still be in the top 12 next year and who will make it. So many things happen during the year that we don't necessarily know. So I don't want to give up on my team just because I technically don't think that it's good enough to win. You're still
0: muted. I got to stop muting myself. <laughs> Please is, do. Christ.
1: Please stop muted. The patrons are going to hear that you've been muted like 15 times. The iTunes people will not hear that you've been muted 15 times.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah, one of the, the, the in our patron, the HQ crew, um, join our Dynasty Triggers HQ patron. Um, uh, patron. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Whatever, <laughs> go join to it.
1: patreon.com
0: and join dynasty trades HQ because <laughs> it's awesome. Um, yeah, one of the comments is depends if I'm contending, hold, rebuild, sell, and then uh, Dogtown, I'll pivot off anyone besides Mahomes. Hard to argue with that. Um, one of the guys I named in the tweet though, and um, so some of this is player dependent, um, right? Which is kind of what Dogtown's um point is, but Cam Akers, he's the RB7 right now. Yeah, I would sell him in an absolute heartbeat. Um, looking again at the DLF Trade Finder, someone traded Cam Akers for Saquon Barkley straight up. I would do that trade repeatedly. I would um, I would ask him to reverse it just so I could do it again with him. Um, <laughs> or and you then, would tell him to reverse it, like you told me yes, to. Reverse. <laughs> I'd be like, Hey, hey, I, I need you to reverse that trade um, because I want to accept it again. <laughs> Because I will take Saquon Barkley every day of the month over Cam Akers. But, yeah, if you can get a a Godfather offer for for Cam Akers, uh, I'm selling them. Well,
1: again, that's an individual basis on players. You're right. Especially, again, whether it was the right example or not, but Winston. For me, I thought Winston was not a player that I would trade. For you, you said, no, easily, trade it, trade it right away. You know, so there are going to be some kind of players where people do have different opinions. But something like that, where there's a player that is so high in ADP and the rest of us don't believe that he should be high, then yeah, sure, you trade him. Justin Jefferson he's high in ADP but we all agree with that ADP so it's a little different situation but what do you think about the Jonathan Taylor one though because I did see some people respond specifically about Jonathan Taylor on the chat
0: um I I again it's going to depend on the offer but it's hard to give up for me personally uh a top three running back um because look, wide receiver ones, you know, they're hard to find. I guess there's not hard to find because there's 12 of them and there's 12 RB1s, but it feels like a guy that can be consistent RB1 like Jonathan Taylor is going to be is not someone that I want to give up unless, you know, again, if someone's willing to trade me Saquon Barkley and let me get something extra for my Jonathan Taylor. Well then I'll do that. Yeah. Um, But if they want to give me like Cam Akers and AJ Dillon, I'm going to pass.
1: (laughs) It, It comes down to the individual players. I think the premise of your question, if you don't talk about the examples of the players is if you made the right choices and the player that you chose is doing what you hoped he would do, do you get rid of him? Or do you ride them? And like I said, I I told you I was definite on my opinion that I would ride them. The, the internet is showing 60% of the people would ride them. So your answer at the beginning of us dis- discussing it was that you're not sure. Has our discussion changed you one way or the other? Or are you still not sure?
0: So I lean towards keeping... Um but I also reserve the right to say uh, <laughs> it's going to depend on the situation. Because um, sadly, um, as much as I would like things to be, you know, if this, then that, it's just, it's not always that way. Even in, you know, dynasty football, sure. um, there's some things that you can say that are kind of absolute. Um, but I think the bigger takeaway from all this is you can't work in absolutes. I lean <laughs> I lean towards holding on to the player, um, but again, I can see trading them away. The you know, <laughs> situation is going to dictate.
1: I love that you said that it, it, it comes down, you can't deal in absolutes because I don't know how many times I've said that in the last four years, and I've had so many arguments with my friends offline, personally, you cannot deal in off- absolutes and everybody does in this community. They they all do. They all say that their opinion is the right opinion. And it's so not true. Um well listen, we have some trades to talk about. You know? It's been a little bit. We've we spent the last couple of weeks going over some ADP stuff. We had some guests. We did some mock drafts. So it seems like forever since we've talked about some trades. So why don't we go over a few of these trades here?
0: You're, I'm sorry, what? You're what? what are they called?
1: trades Trades. oh remember remember trades trades? you used to yell something remember that
0: yeah trade alert (laughs) there we go do we we have have a yeah let's go to the first one we have a patron trade okay cool um because patrons get first billing over (laughs) non-patrons yeah um, because they're better um because they give us money so i like them more because i'm basically a hooker Excuse me. A <laughs> sex worker, a hooker, is a very uh, derogatory term. I am a sex worker. Anyway, except you're, uh, not, you're not. You're
1: not actually giving. Okay, no. never mind. Let's go for it.
0: Go ahead. Okay. So pitch and trade via at rewind CEO. Uh, I was wondering if you guys could talk about this. <laughs> John, I made the other day. I sent AJ Brown and received Jerry, Judy, and Miles Sanders. Now he texted me. Tell me about that trade. And the first thing I asked was, uh, How many do you start? Because I'm not going to lie to you. I was not a fan of this trade um, Uh when it first came across my little uh, text message box. (laughs) So he let me know it's two Super Flex League. You start 12 players, 12. Um, bunch of flexes, you know, he tells us that he needed a starting running back. He still has IU can gallop as two of his other wide receivers, but the, the larger takeaway is it's a start 12. So he gave up AJ Brown and got Jerry Judy and Miles Sanders and a start 12 super flex.
1: Okay. What's a, what's a two super flex league. What does that mean?
0: Two super flex league. I think he meant to say there's two super flexes.
1: So then you could start three quarterbacks.
0: I don't think so. I think he meant to say that it's a super flex league. Um, okay. But, you know, either way, he can correct us. I know he listens to the show and he can correct <laughs> me. Um, and then uh, also his note says, thank you for your opinions on agreeing why this is, was a fantastic trade for me. Uh, love the show. Glad to be an HQ crew member. Thank you. We we love you being an HQ crew member. And he says, P.S. Cora misses Uncle Shane. Oh. Uh, Michael Barrow
1: that's so sweet
0: <laughs> no one think that i'm nice because i'm a fucking awful human being but he does have an adorable daughter um
1: do not I've believe gotten, that at all you are not a ho- horrible human being and i don't know why you like to tell people that all right I've so got, what i've
0: do gotten, you gotten think to hang out this? with michael a couple times and he is a great dude and i love michael um hmm. at first i was leaning towards i don't like this trade right for because AJ Brown, um, for Jerry Judy and Miles Sanders. Then when he told me it's a start twelve, I liked it a little better. Uh huh. Definitely because it's start twelve, and if you play in a start twelve league, you understand what it's like um, at the bottom of your starting roster when you are hitting select and you are like, dear God, am I really <laughs> starting Dawson Knox? Because I don't have a choice. Like it's not even start two QB, but I have no choice. I have to start someone and it's going to be Dawson Knox. Um, I wish the wide receiver was a little stronger, but if it was, then the running back would be a little bit worse. I don't I'm okay with this trade. I'm good with this trade. I understand it. I wish he could have gotten a little bit better of a wide receiver. I'm also higher on Jerry Judy than a lot of people. So in the end, I'm okay with this trade by a 65 to 35% margin. <laughs> Did you just pull that out of your ass? What? No, no, no. That's that's my. That's how I feel.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I want to say a couple of things. First of all, yes, I love Mike. Uh, Michael Bauer, the best thing is he knows that living down here in South Florida, I've never seen snow. So when, when he has to shovel his snow in his house or, <laughs> or whatever, he sends me these little videos <laughs> through DM of showing uh, of all the stuff he has to do with his snow. So he can remind me that it's much better to be here. Um, <laughs> than to have to deal with the snow. Also, I love the first line where he has uh, use guys and John, but, um, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, the, the start 12 thing is something that we really don't talk that much about with leagues you know a lot of times people tell you oh it's a super flex. oh there's x amount of teams um oh it's tight end premium but the start 12 thing is actually an important thing because even with our even with our listener leagues we have a couple where you start 10 we have a couple where you start 11 and then we have some where you start 12 and that could be a big difference depending on what your roster construction is and what, and what you have on your roster. So in something like this, where he's trading away one player for two players, if he can start both of those players, then it makes the trade an even better trade. You know, I don't know what his, his roster is currently, but if you have to find 12 players to stick in your roster and this trade helps him put two instead of one, I think it's a good trade for him. Um, Again, goes back to what I said before. AJ Brown could be the greatest wide receiver ever, but maybe Jerry Judy and Miles Sanders scores more points than him. We don't know, so I, I, I I'm okay with the trade for him as well. And it's not because he's a patron. It's not because he sends me snow videos. It's just uh, I I agree with it. I don't know about the percentage that you said. I can't pull a percentage out of my ass like that, but uh, okay. <laughs> I know you can. But I, I I'm I'm fine with it as well.
0: All right, and then we had one on Twitter. From at Mike Clausing uh with a K. Um Superflex, tight end, premium. Started Hill, Kelsey, Najee, Gibson, Carson, QBs, then where cousins, Goff it's magic. Do I trade cousins? Oh boy. Do I <laughs> trade cousins? Uh Gibson 2022 draft picks, first or the fourth round. Uh for Mahomes, Michael Carter. And then he notes that at that point he would have Mahomes, Hill and Kelsey all on the same dynasty roster. I'm going to d- deal with the easiest part of this first. Uh, you know, look, it, there is a, you know, it's true. You can be overexposed to an offense to one offense, Um But if that offense is the Chiefs and it's Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, I am okay with being overexposed to that offense. This is not like, you know, um, the Cleveland Browns where it's, you know, I got Baker Mayfield, Austin Hooper and uh, Jarvis Landry. Um, This is definitely a good problem to have if he makes this trade. Um, Looking at his roster, he noted that his QBs are Cousins, Goff, Fitzmagic. Um, Should he give up Cousins, Gibson, and all of his 2022 seconds for for Mahomes and Michael Carter? And I will say yes, I I will do that all day because Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable football player in all of Dynasty Superflex football. Um, And as much as I dislike Michael Carter – You could probably turn around and flip Michael Carter for a future first if you really (laughs) wanted to because people like him for reasons that I'm not sure of.
1: (laughs) There is so much there that took away everything that I could possibly say about this trade. Uh, My answer would be 100% I would do it. If for nothing else, when you talk about having all the same guys from the same team – Two, three, four years from now, you'll still have Mahomes on that roster. You may not necessarily have Hill or Kelsey, but you'll definitely still have Mahomes. And I agree with you. I would have gave up Cousins and all those picks, and I don't really care about the Gibson part of it. And 100% would I flip Michael Carter right now. I mean, we've even seen in the mock drafts that we've done on the show with our patrons and with some of the experts, how high some people draft Michael Carter. So yeah, you could get some stuff back right away by doing that trade. But the fact that you would get Mahomes on your team and you would have Mahomes, Goff and Fitzmagic, whatever, but you'll have Mahomes for years to come. So I, I would do that trade as well.
0: Yeah, and again, with the stacking, it's not like you're stacking golf, Quentin Cephas, <laughs> and Amon Ross, St. Brown. Yeah, you know? but,
1: but you know what's funny? People talk about the stacking. I think stacking when you're doing a best ball is one thing to think about. But when you're talking about a, a dynasty league, you're talking about stacking, but that stacking is a year-to-year thing. If yeah. one of those players is quote unquote generational and so awesome the stack doesn't mean shit because you're going to have that great player more years than the the rest of the stack so i i like that trade i i would do it thank you michael clossing
0: wow i didn't you know what? and i did not realize that both trades we were going to discuss today were from michael's one's <laughs> michael one's a mike we have a michael uh sipes on the show Woohoo. my middle name is michael this is a michael centric <laughs> podcast tonight with no anthony uh, and <laughs> jeremy brown
1: all right so we'll have to name it that episode too you know we'll we'll put michael in the name um so listen i think i think that's good we got some it stuff is. we yeah, did all yeah, of, we I did everything know. on the show sheet <laughs> what's with the nose wiggle what are you the i dream a genie um yep. so we've mentioned it a few times throughout the show but tell everybody about our patreon account
0: yeah, become a patron because being a patron's awesome. Um, the group me chat. Um I tweeted out today. It's funny, I brought out uh I just for funsies, I put in there that I traded for Russell Gage. I traded <laughs> in third round 2022 uh rookie pick and uh do I think in the pigs leagues, one of Scott Fish's leagues. It's like 14 teams. Either way, it was just such an inconsequential trade. I was like, whatever, I'll take it. Um and I put it in the chat and then it sparked a two hour like 300 (laughs) message discussion on processes um so yeah look honestly being in that group me chat has made me sharper at dynasty it's made me rethink some things and it you know look i use it too like i don't pretend that i'm smarter than anyone when i when i'm not sure about a trade i'll put my trades in there and be like uh what do you think guys and one of my favorite things, gals too, is, you know, <laughs> people sit there and talk it through. We'll talk about our thought processes and, uh, you know, why it's a good or bad trade. So, yeah, you get the group me chat, which is awesome. Bonus podcast, uncensored version of this podcast. wag. you know, you get koozies and stickers and all that good stuff and T-shirts soon, and you're going to get the draft with us on uh, Underdog. So, basically, you know. You're like my best friend because I don't like other humans.
1: And Um, and the fun Zoom parties and everything.
0: Fun Zoom parties too.
1: You know what I did realize today? I love seeing everybody post their pictures in there when they get their stickers and koozies that you sent them. Yeah. But I learned today how to do the thing where you um, respond to a message that might have been posted like, 12 hours earlier. (laughs) It's so hard sometimes to pop into that chat and then try to, to answer somebody's question that they asked. Like, like I said, 12 hours earlier, but I figured it out today, how you do it, where you hold it down (laughs) and then you respond. So uh, now I can respond to some of the things because technically somebody will say one thing in there and then there'll be a hundred (laughs) responses in like 10 minutes. So that one thing that was said is like way gone. So group me is an awesome app. So, Um, check out, do that. Go, go over to Patreon and join our Patreon account. Also, we have a store. Jeremy's not here to tell you about it, but it's dthq.storenv.com. And that's D-T-H-Q dot dot com. And we have all those things, hats, koozies, shirts, all, er, everything that everybody else is selling, except we have that cool logo on it. And even masks. I guess we're still selling masks there, you know?
0: <laughs> sure. Look, just because the pandemic's over doesn't mean you should stop wearing masks, because there are some really ugly people out there. And um, oh you sh- you, if you're ugly, um, no, 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 look, no. that's not your fault. God made you that. That way you oh should be God. proud of what you are, but at least, you know, <laughs> wear a cool mask. to kind of like make yourself look cooler. That's what I think.
1: <laughs> well, plus I'm flying like almost every other weekend again now. And uh, on the planes, regardless of what the rest of the world says, the planes are making you wear a mask on the plane. And the best thing about our mask is it's that like full face <laughs> mask. It's not this little thing that covers your nose and ma- it like covers half your head. <laughs> It's pretty cool, um, but also check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. And uh, hey, on iTunes, Dynasty Trades HQ. We hit 200 last week. Shane's goal of hitting 300 in a week. We're trying for that now. <laughs> so go hit us up on iTunes. Your face. <laughs>
0: yeah, because I'm like, oh, let me go look see where we're at. We're probably still at 200. <laughs> oh, 201, baby. What? there we go so that's awesome 99 more to go let's go people
1: (laughs) so thanks for listening we love all of you we love all our patrons and no matter what shane says we love all of our listeners whether they're patrons or not patrons and thank you for listening to us every week and come back next week and uh (laughs) jeremy will be back next week so say goodbye everybody say goodbye shane bye
0: shane (laughs) Bye.